We know that the New Orleans Saints offense badly needs improvement, but what types of improvement should you really be looking for? We got all of that and a little bit of land yap for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdet Nation and Houdet family? Welcome in to another live episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going, take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, and much more, you can become a Locked on Saints insider by heading over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints today to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I am your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media, Saints News Network, Tuesdays on the Locked NFL podcast, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked on Saints. On today's live episode of Locked on Saints, our final of the week. Before we get to In Case You Missed It, tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow morning, uh, we're going to be taking a look at the injury report, including game designations. Lots of good things here. A couple of players out, a couple of players added late this week. Should you be concerned? Not really, but let's talk about it. We'll get to all that. But first, I want to go through what changes to look for in the New Orleans Saints offense to see a measure of improvement, perhaps, uh, and how they actually work. Because I think a lot of times we tell you, oh, look for this, look for that. The Saints need more of this. The Saints need more of that. But don't really tell you why, right? Like why these things are important. So my my hope is to be able to help with some of that today. So as we look at it, um, the New Orleans Saints and a lot of fingers have been pointing to the team, you know, potentially changing play callers to simply improving the offense, moving the offense into the modern world and things like that. So how do you improve all of those things? Well, let me start by something a little bit more fundamental, okay? Just a little bit more fundamental. Um, before any of those other little bits, bobs, pieces, eye candy, all that stuff really gets to the point where it's going to be consistently effective, um, you got to run the ball. You got to be able to move the ball on the ground. You got to be able to get the basics right. And then you can start to add things on it. We haven't really seen the Saints offense, whether it's because of personnel, whether it's because of play calling, whether it's because of scheme, game plan, whatever it might be. The basics have been a little bit of a struggle for this team. Protect the quarterback. Don't turn the ball over, um, run the ball, all of those things. And so we have to see this offense. We are yet to really see this offense click, gel, learn one another at this point. So expecting too much of a leap too quickly is only going to lead to disappointment. But clearly this New Orleans Saints offense needs to make a leap. So what are some of the things that you should look for? Okay, running the ball is absolutely number one on the list, right? Like that's got to be the big thing. Establish the run. Look at how successful the New Orleans Saints have been over the last decade and a half when they're amidst the top of the NFL in the run game, right? Or when they are at them, they are always at their best self when they are a consistently good running team. So that's a big part of it. Um, and so you have to start there. Then once that happens, then you can start to get into things like play action. You can start to get into things like, um, you could start to get into things like 
motion and all of that. So why are those things important? Well, those things are important because the play action game, for instance, especially if the run game is working, um, uh, I put, I've tried to, I tried to answer a question in the chat and I got it wrong. Sorry. I, the Saints, somebody asked what jerseys the Saints were wearing. I went to say white on white and I said white. I mean, I went to say white on black and uh, I said white on white. My bad. Uh, so I, why does play action matter? Well, if you get the run game going, what play action does is that it freezes the second and third levels a little bit, right? Freezes that linebacker that might otherwise be dropping into coverage, which allows you to be able to get him off of his timing. And then if you have routes that are attacking in the middle of the field, that linebacker doesn't get the depth that he needs to get. And then you're able to go up over the top of that linebacker to the crossing route. Against the New England Patriots, you do want to see the Saints attack with crossing routes. New England Patriots run man coverage and zone coverage about equal amounts of time. It's like 46 and then 50%. And then there's like 4% other, which could be, you know, goal line situations, more situational things, right? Um, but so being able to see holding those linebackers down and not allowing them to, to, to drop back and get the depth, it opens your game up to speed, which is something that the New Orleans Saints offense, granted, has not really necessarily had over the course of the past few years, but you have it now. You've got Chris Olave, you've got Rashid Shaheed, you've got Lynn Bowden, you've got other players that can come in and take the top off, that can be those speed players and that can take advantage of those mismatches, force a corner to be trailing behind them laterally as opposed to sticking with them and on their hip and things like that. And Michael Thomas is a guy that you get one yard of separation and you're very, and, and, and that means Michael Thomas is open, right? Michael Thomas does not need that much separation, but he can run these over routes, these crossing routes, things like that. So if you're utilizing the play action game, it holds some of that depth from getting there and it keeps it more shallow. And then that therefore opens up something for you to be able to take shots in the hole when it comes to the new, when it comes to the New England Patriots defense. And when I talk about the hole, I mean the area between the linebackers and the safeties, right? So that little area just, just up top of the linebackers, pre-snap is called the hole. So there's that part. The next part is um, the is motion. What does motion do? Motion gives you, particularly pre-snap, gives you some of the acknowledgement of what it is that a, a defense is doing. If you motion a player from one side of the formation to the other side of the formation and a, a, a defender tracks with that player, they're in man-to-man -man coverage. There you go. You know what you need to know. You know what I mean? If you do that and nobody moves, then they're in zone coverage. But if you go from a two-by-two -two formation, right, and which means that you have two pass catchers on one side, two pass catchers on the other side, you motion one of those to the other to turn it into a three-by-one formation and nobody moves, that means you've got the numbers advantage on the side that that motion went to. So you have to be able to take advantage of those moments. So that's why motion is important. And one of the reasons why you hear a lot of folks talking about, will the New Orleans Saints incorporate motion? That's one of the reasons, what, one of the things that we celebrated about the New Orleans Saints offense over the course of the preseason, over the course of the first game of the week or first week of the year that, oh, look, they're using motion in their offense. Now you're not seeing it anymore. So that's a big piece of that game plan. Here's why those things work, not just what, but why they work and why they're important and what this New Orleans Saints offense is missing. And those are just small examples, right? That's only, uh, what, eight minutes worth of examples on how those things, you could get to the nuances and all these other pieces that give you even more. Challenging the eye, the eye candy, particularly in the red zone, forcing uh, defenders to take a guess at where things are going, distracting them, you know, running the decoy stuff, all those other things. Like there's so many of those other pieces that end up going to it as well. 
The other thing that you're looking at is what's the usage of Chris Olave? What's the usage of Rashid Shahid? What's the usage of Alvin Kamara in this game? Can you find interesting and intriguing ways to use Alvin Kamara in a way that keeps the defense on its toes? Are we going to see more wildcat formations, for instance, things like that, that we see every now and then with Alvin Kamara? Maybe that's not necessarily the way to go, but just one of those little wrinkles that could get thrown out there. Are you going to see the Saints, like every other team across the NFL, um, kind of recycling and reusing or borrowing from the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers and the, the Los Angeles Rams, the side, the speed side motion at the snap to get your receiver going from the inside to the outside pre-snap, getting them full speed and then getting them up the field. You used to see that a lot in the NFL to where they would run that snap right before the uh, receiver got to the line of scrimmage and then they would go to the flats. Now you're watching teams like Mike McDaniel by Rachel King taking it deep. And so can you incorporate things like that? So there's a lot of different things that you could look at as improvements on this New Orleans Saints offense. Now they have to get the basics right before they can really start to flower stuff up. But man, getting some of that eye candy in there, getting some of the things that challenges the eye of the defense, that would be huge for this New Orleans Saints offense. And ideally, you start to see that come to fruition and be utilized in a way that is effective against the New England Patriots as this New Orleans offense looks for its start, right? It's not really looking for a bounce back at this point. It's still looking to get started. Can the Saints build that into their identity and find an identity? All of those questions need to start getting answered here. It's week five. Got to start getting those questions answered. If not, then there's going to have to be some drastic changes down the road. Coming up next, what we're taking a look at is the injury report. Who's good to go? Who's out? Who's been added? Who's off? We're going to direct it all down as we continue on and wrap up this live episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Saints brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs, the comfy, comfy bird dogs. Got a pair of the joggers on right now. I'm going to wear them out tonight. I wore them to practice today. I'm wearing them right now. I'm going to throw my other pair on before I go to the airport tomorrow morning. We're all Gucci when it comes to these bird dogs. And if you're somewhere where it's still hot, like we are here in New Orleans, even though I'm wearing a hoodie right now because it's cold in the house. But if you're somewhere where it's hot, like here in New Orleans, they got shorts that are fantastic for you as well. Zipper pockets on the side. Keep your phone safe. Keep your keys safe. Keep your AirPods safe. All that good stuff. Although I still lost my AirPods. That's not my bird dog's fault. That's my fault. I'm a dummy. You want to check out your bird dogs. You can check them out today by heading over to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL, especially with the holiday season coming up. This is a great gift for you. Enter the promo code as well, locked on NFL. You're going to get at checkout a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You versus the projections. You, your football knowledge versus the house. That's it. That's it. None of the drafting, none of the redrafting, none of the going up and trying to get a slice of some big old pot. Nope, none of that. None of that kind of stuff. Competing with millions of people. Nope, none of that. It's you versus the house. Nice and simple. You can win up to 25 times your initial payment back by just picking two to six players choosing more or less when it comes to their stat projections. And then you just watch the winnings roll in. You don't even got, you You choose six, you get five right, you still get some winnings. You ain't even got to get all of them right. That's how dope Prize Picks is. So go and check them out today. Prize Picks rebooted is a whole other thing too. If you have a player that's in and who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return 
in the second half. That player is rebooted. That means that PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. How dope is that? Go and check them out today. PrizePix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the promo code LockedOnNFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. The first deposit match up to $100 at PrizePix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Promo code LockedOnNFL. All right, family, let's wrap up this episode of Locked on Saints and wrapping up our week here on the Locked on Saints podcast. Very much appreciate everybody being here. Hope your mom and them doing well. You know it. Um, All right. So the next thing that I want to look at is the injury report for New Orleans. So we talked about like, what are some of the things that the Saints can do to improve? What are some of the things that you're looking for? What is the actual benefit of some of the stuff that we're saying that the Saints should be doing and taking their, their game into the modern game over on the offensive side? So let's take a look at it here. Um, or, or we, we looked at that. So now let's take a look at the injury report. Uh, I want to focus just on the Saints injury report because right now, like the Saints and the Patriots have like a books long injury report at the moment. And the New England injury report's always like super lengthy anyway. So we're just going to not pay so much attention to that. But know that Matthew Judon, as well as um, uh, uh, Gonzalez, their, Christian Gonzalez, their, their star corner, are both out for this game. I don't know if JC Jackson's going to be available just yet, uh, who, this, who the Patriots just acquired over the course of this week. But for the Saints, Juwan Johnson out, Lonnie Johnson out. So it's a tight end and a safety that are both out, but don't worry because Foster Moreau, a tight end, is back. Jordan Howden, a safety, is back. So even though you're losing a tight end, losing a safety, you're getting a safety and a tight end back. Uh, Landon Young is out for this game. He popped up with a hip injury. We watched him leave practice early on Thursday, was not present on Friday. So he's gone. He's out. He's not gone, but he's out for this game. Um, James Hurst popped up on Friday as a limited participant in practice, but Andrus Pete is back and should be good to go. There's a little bit of an indication here. The fact that he was limited tells you that he might be cleared and good to go for this game. Ryan Ramchick, good. Brian Brzee, good. Uh, Eric McCoy, good. Foster Moreau, good. Uh, Jordan Howden, good. And then they're not listed on the injury report, but um, but uh, 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 Cesar Ruiz, also good. Uh, Paulson Adebo, questionable. Derek Carr is listed as questionable, but you know he's playing. Okay, so... That's that's kind of the the gist of the the injury report. But the thing that I want to highlight here is that the Saints might have a little bit, a little bit of a change in the offensive line. The Saints might be back to neck to to last year's starting offensive line as it was intended week one of the 2022 NFL season. Trevor Penning at left tackle, Eric McCoy at center. Don't worry, I did that on purpose. Uh, right guard, Caesar Ruiz. Right tackle, Ryan Ramchick. But left guard might be going back to Andrews Pete here. Uh, James Hurst has been a little underwhelming at the position, uh, but also popped up late on Friday with an ankle injury. Kind of tough, kind of tough, especially when you've got Nick Saldaveri, Max Garcia on the active roster. We'll see. James Hurst is going to be questionable going into this game, but I think there's a good chance that either he doesn't play or he's not starting and that Andrew Speed is back at left guard. So how do you feel about that? It's tough, right? I mean, Andrew Speed is somebody that has struggled, of course. Um, Andrews Peterson that has struggled at left guard, uh, but also is one of the better guards in the NFL because the guard position is whack across the NFL. And, and, and he is a serviceable guard by any stretch of the imagination. And so now he could be stepping into his starting role again at left guard over James Hurst, and he might not give it up, might not give it up. Um, and so if the saints get that offensive line out there and continue with their improvements, because they did improve last week. I know people are still talking about the offensive line being bad. Don't listen to them. They did improve last week. They could be bad this week, but they improved last week. So can they continue with that improvement? And does does them finding a way to win or win? 
does them finding a way to to work well uh and to improve with you know several players down on the offensive line what does that mean then when they get starters back into their offensive line i think that that tells you that they figured something out as a whole and as a unit and then could see some major improvements still when it comes to what they can do as a starting group going back to the injury report for a moment as we look at the other pieces here uh Losing Lonnie Johnson Jr. stinks because he has been a little bit of a energy guy for you, uh, but they'll look forward to having him back hopefully next week. Brian Brzee was somebody that was a, a surprise add to the absentee list on Wednesday, but it was just illness. Saw him in the locker room. He's doing good. Um, you know, they 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 dressed the mannequin after him. He was honored this week, so it was pretty cool. Uh, so I, I think that when, when you look at where the Saints are health-wise, they're actually trending in the right direction, believe it or not, despite the fact that their current injury report is a little bit longer and, and more reminiscent of last year's like lengthy injury reports. But when it comes down to the game designations, things look good for, for this New Orleans Saints team. So I think that um, that is a really, really solid spot for you to be going into week five. We know that teams are always going to be losing players throughout. We talked about this all off season that no matter what you do, you're going to have injuries, but you have to be able to circumvent them. I think New Orleans has done a good job building up the depth on their uh, roster to be able to handle and, 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 and absorb some of these losses. Like you're still without Marcus May right now due to a suspension. You're still without uh, Jamal Williams right now, who's on injured reserve, but you've got Jordan Howden that you can go to. You've got Alvin Kamara back. You've got Kendra Miller healthy. You've got Tony Jones Jr. balling right against, against the uh, Carolina Panthers and, and still able to add something for you here in in you know in in the current sort of trio of running backs. So there's a lot here that the Saints have done well to build up their depth. And and that's good because back in 2020 they lost all of it, right? They lost a lot of depth and that was a big issue for them. So we'll see. I think the big thing that you're looking at injury-wise is what does this offensive line look like with Penning Pete, McCoy Ruiz, Ramchek, right? How does that end up um how does that work in concert if that ends up being the O-line? Like if James Hurst is good to go, and they still like him at left guard, then then he'll be the one at left guard. But then how does that offensive line, which was originally your starting offensive line this offseason, how do they take steps forward when you saw improvement from reserve guys last week? So I think that that's going to be probably the biggest thing that I'm watching. And now that you've got Foster Moreau back, can you get these tight ends involved in the game, right? Like a big part of that is going to be the protection holding up because when protection holds up, then you can free up the tight ends. They don't have to be involved as much in chipping and helping to block and staying back in pass protection and all that. Same thing when it comes to Alvin Kamara. Can you get him, you know, continuously involved or continue, can you continue to get him involved, excuse me, in the passing game, in the run game without needing him as a protector or all these other things? That's going to be huge. So that's my biggest thing when it comes to depth so far or, or injury so far is can you now free up your tight ends on the offensive side and your running backs on the offensive side to be a greater threat over the middle of the field? Uh, to be a part of the game plan at all when it comes to tight ends. And can you use these receivers in multiple different ways, right? Like you, you, just, you, you can march Keith Kirkwood out there all you want, but if all you're asking him to do is block, then every defense knows that you're asking him to block. And what does that mean? It's, it's Traquan Smithish. Do you want to instead, and, and I mean, Traquan Smithish in terms of usage, not production. Uh, I have a lot, I actually just blatantly have a lot more faith in, in Keith Kirkwood as a receiver. And so can you get him a little bit more involved as a receiver to add another pair of hands to your attack as opposed to asking him some, you know, however many percent of the time to block. So I think that 
finding all of that stuff when it comes to the offensive line um, is going to be big. Like that, that becomes huge for your team. And of course, does the number one thing that we mentioned to start off the show in terms of the improvements that you're looking for, running the ball, running the ball. So that's what we're looking at. All right, y'all. I appreciate you very much for joining us here for another live episode of Locked on Saints. YouTube's starting a trip. So this is, this is right on time here to be wrapping up. Uh, tomorrow, in case you missed it, in the morning, Sunday after the game, live reaction right after the game, live here on the Locked on Saints YouTube page. And of course, posted everywhere you get your podcast afterwards as well from Gillette Stadium, get you all caught up on the game, win or lose. I appreciate you very much making us your first listen of the day every day. And I thank you very much for everybody who was here live catching up the show, everybody who catches it uh, later as well. I appreciate you all very much making me part of your day, part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, please say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson Nola, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation. I'll holla at you.